This is the Limo Show 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 Show. discuss about uh, obviously he's um, you know he's famous for uh, you know dating celebrities dating models uh, all across Canada he's, uh, he's teaching dating so I wanna <laughs> I wanna I wanna talk about the <laughs> about some dating stuff okay so yeah, sure. uh, <laughs> okay perfect so um, but first of all um, bro what's uh, like for people that don't know you what's your story like how how did you start all the, all that journey how um, like how this the, that character LA? How how does he like? How did you build your character? How did you build your identity? And how did you build like your um, basically your persona that you have now and your your confidence? And how did it all start? Like was it always like this? Um, okay, so no, I mean, you know, I I grew up uh, with my parents and uh, I was an only child, so I didn't uh, spend a lot of time around kids. And then when I would go to school, I'd I'd want to socialize. You know, I'd want to hang out with uh, with the kids and play and have fun and, and, and make friends and stuff like that. So there was that motivation. Um, I have siblings from my dad's first marriage, but from this marriage, I, I'm alone. So I would go to school and uh, I would play and, you know, I had girls and uh, I was lucky. I guess I had girlfriends. I don't, I don't really, uh, well, I didn't really know what I was doing right now in retrospect, you know, being busy, having hobbies, having passions. Um, being sarcastic and playful and trying to be funny and, and have a good time with everyone, be friends with not just the girls, but the guys too. So I guess people enjoyed that. Um, I was okay in sports. So maybe that helped. Um, I was, uh, I was a skateboarder and a snowboarder. Really? Um, so wow. yeah, I was really into, I was really into skateboarding when I was a kid and you know, there was the girls that liked skateboarding. So they would, they would come watch us and would hang yeah. out and, that type of stuff, you know, that, that kind of brought us together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I liked music and the arts. I went to art school. Okay. I went to acting school. Um, and that kind of shaped sort of my personality. You know, the sports, the friends, uh, playing around, having fun, having a good time, going to parties, stuff like that. Um, it helped me to... Uh, I guess, socialize with people. And then um, basically my story is I was, I was dating girls and I dated one girl and I wanted to make her my girlfriend and I didn't really know how to go about having that conversation or what to do so she would want to be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand. Like I had hooked up with her. We had spent some time together. We would hung out. But I didn't know what to do without messing it up yeah so i started looking online and i came across you know websites and then uh chat rooms and then eventually i got to youtube and i started seeing this community and these guys doing this stuff and i thought it was pretty pretty interesting and these weren't they were not just like anti-social shy guys they were cool guys you know guys with uh a good style that go to the gym that have business that so it's not just that have businesses it's not just for guys that are you know shy even though it helps them 
it's for guys in general. And I really held on to that. And so I started going out a lot. I treated it like a sport. And I would go out every night of the week until four in the morning, even if I was sick. Like if, Shit, if I had a fever. Every night of the week. Wow. Yeah. I would go out Sunday to Sunday. And I did that for, for too long. <laughs> I, did that for, I did that too much. Like in winter, I was going out a lot still. And, um, and uh, you know, like it's like minus 20 and you're outside at three o'clock in the morning every night. And you don't see the sunlight because the sun goes down at five and you yeah. wake up at four, you know, because you go to bed at yeah. six a.m. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, was it in uh, was it in Brazil or you're talking about Montreal now? Montreal. Where you going? Okay. I came I came here when I was three. Oh, okay. And uh, I've noticed a lot of differences with the culture and people how they interact and this is like the social. Um, the culture changes things a little bit. I don't know if you find yeah. it's the same thing in Paris, maybe. Pretty international city, so. Um, I guess you can find many, many different cultural, uh, cultural like ideas and backgrounds in the same spot. Like there's so many, like there is, um, people are pretty open in Paris, honestly. Uh, okay. Of course, um, here, like uh, girl-wise, I feel like uh, you know the, there's a lot of tourists and tourists that cook, that come to Paris. You know, it's a city of romance. It's a city where uh, a yeah. um, lot of a lot of girls like uh, were. Uh, kind of dreaming about it when they were younger and they come here and they want to have fun. And so, uh, so yeah, okay, cool. there's, there's not a big shift. Where I'm from is a small town. So it's a little bit different. Like uh, you can't really do cold approach because it's dangerous. Like if I go up to a girl on the street and I start talking to her, she could fear for her life. Like she thinks she might think she's getting mugged or kidnapped or something. Right, because yeah. it can it can be a little bit dangerous. So it you, you don't just like oh I have nothing to do I'm going to go walk around downtown. Like you just you go to malls because there's security and because it's different. But cold approach is not like just meeting strangers on the street. You can meet them in bars and clubs for sure. But day game cold approach like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable just walking up to a girl in a mall because she's probably with her family. Uh, there you know it's. It's just culturally, it doesn't. But if you have a good social game, you can do really well. Like if you have a good network of people, you're yeah. fun to be around. You know, you're 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 a cool person. Uh, you make friends and 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 you you build your network. Uh, you can meet tons of people, man. Tons yeah. of people, and and it's like everybody is in shape. Everybody, well, you know, most people go to the gym and they're in shape. They're on the beach, so it's a whole like it's different for me even though i'm from there but when i go i feel a bit like a tourist and it's just i notice these little nuances of like okay um i have dated a lot of great people here uh lots of hot girls i've had a lot of fun and uh i'm glad to be doing this here i mean that's basically what shaped me as a as a guy like the arts um you know how i studied uh i studied acting And uh, I got coached as an actor, so I use a lot of that in my coaching with guys, like when I'm one-on-one -on -one yeah. with them. Uh -huh. um, how to use your voice, how to use your body to communicate, how to ground yourself, how to connect with people. 
I found that really helped to transition into this stuff. And like, I used to go out a lot when I was a kid, uh, when I was younger, like uh, 18. And, and uh, like I was living on the West Coast and I was going out and going to school and having a good time and dating all these people. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll get right into it. One thing I respect about what you do is it's a very holistic approach. It's not like lie to people, uh, manipulate people, exaggerate. Um, it's about being authentic, right? And, and I think I think it's a goal-oriented approach because you're building on your confidence, you're building on your communication, you're building on your interpersonal networking skills. Like you're you're growing, you're evolving. And so when all this stuff, going out every night, reading, watching videos, started to to kind of settle in me, it shaped the way I do things. You know, it shapes how I want to do things. Because I didn't come up with this stuff on my own. You know, a lot of people put a lot of time into researching this stuff. Yeah, yeah, obviously, like, uh, the top people that I see doing this are, have mentors, have, uh, have people that taught them this, you know um so so yeah and and what uh, so it's it's a very long journey like uh honestly like i'm i'm pretty impressed like you you you've been through a lot and uh, you've been through obviously different cultural backgrounds so that's uh, that's really cool i was wondering like what have been the mindsets uh that helped you the most to get like initial success with women what what were the the mindsets that you could give to some guys that start that are starting Go seek experience. Go step outside your comfort zone slowly. There's no rush. It's not a competition. You know, it's not about ego. It's not necessarily even going to make you happy. But go out. Don't take yourself so seriously. Don't take what you're doing so seriously. You know, it's not life or death. Um, you probably have a lot of skills now that you can transfer. You know, if people are academic if people are career orientated, if people like to travel, they like to try different food, uh, fashion, um, music, like all these things, your passions, your hobbies, those are all valuable. That shapes who you are. Those are your interests. Those basically encompass your personality and your character. So don't take yourself too serious and don't think that it's life or death. You can go talk to people. And, and express that you think they're interesting. You wanted to get to know them maybe over a cup of coffee or something sometime. You know, it, it's okay. I think it's very okay to do that. If you look at it like I look at it as a passion and something that I like to help people, I want to coach people to help them as well. Talking to people and, uh, and figuring out their sticking points, figuring out their, you know, difficulties, uh, highlighting their assets and yeah you come up with your own theories eventually when you start to do this enough you start to see what works for you and why and it's not something you read in a book but it helps to have both the inner game and then obviously you have to go out and practice so you know you can learn from cool guys that are natural or whatever um, and you can learn from guys that didn't focus on socializing didn't understand how it worked right away and those guys came up with certain theories. And then they became natural because those theories influenced their personality. Um, True. So you can, you can go from, I mean, that's it. You know, just don't take yourself too serious. Don't take this too seriously. If you get a rejection, you know, it's really not the end of the world. 
if you break up with your girlfriend, maybe you guys shared something cool together while you were together, and now it's time to uh, continue to grow on your own. Um, if you're already getting dates and you just want a couple tips, it's a great uh, community. You know, um, I think we do good work. Um, there's a couple guys I've seen around. I've seen uh, teaching. Uh, you, Max, um, Chris is getting into it. Yeah, he's getting into it with us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's great, man. You know, there's there's so much. Like, I see a lot of guys, and teaching isn't for everyone. Sometimes you want to learn what works for me, and that's it. I don't need to know about your problems. You know what I mean? I don't need to figure you out. I need to figure me out, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. And then I can I can move on. But us, it's like I obsess about. Yeah, you want to know everyone's situation and everyone how how it differs. Yeah. But yeah, so don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take what you're doing too seriously, and try to have fun. Try to have fun as much as you can. And if you make any move, whether it's opening a video, reading something online, going outside and talking to someone, going to a bar and trying to approach, just going to a club and observing and not even approaching, if you do anything, that's a step in the right direction. And you never know where that's going to take you. Because in six months, you could be you know, in a happy relationship with a great girl you met at a bar. So yeah. have yeah. fun, man. Yeah, one, one little step, like that 1%, one little step. If, if you do 1% better every day, if you do one approach every day, it compounds. Like it's uh, one square 365. It's, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. So like as, as Lou said, like those little actions, they, they compound and it's like compound interest. It's like investing. Look at Warren Buffett's, uh, um, you know, wealth. Like it was, it was, it was uh, small, 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 small. And then, uh, within a few years, it skyrocketed like exponentially, and and that's how knowledge and that's how mastery compounds. And it's the same with dating. Like, um, don't rely on, uh, as he said, like, uh, you know, approaching a girl or one rejection. It's only one data point. It's only one data point. Well, what does one data point mean in science? It means nothing. It's just a feedback. Ultimately, you know, this is maybe some more advanced stuff. But if your confidence is contingent on one rejection or even two rejections, or even 10 rejections, and you give up, you know, how much do you really want it? Yeah. You can't, you can't lose sight of yourself because another individual doesn't approve of you. You know, you can't lose yeah. your, your, your center because th they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting what you're doing right then. In a year, you could approach the same person more confident, more relaxed, more simple, more easygoing, more specific, you know, and, and you could, it could work. So yeah. some girls are even rejecting themselves. You know, you could do, you could do the perfect thing at the same venue. I could be doing the same thing to two different girls and one girl, I would have an amazing experience with the, with one girl and the other girl would uh, slap me in the face. Like it would be the same thing, the exact same thing, but the way she interprets it and the way she, like, I don't know, in her memory or in her, in her beliefs or in her, even in her mood at the moment. Like, it's just, you know. Um, People have things going on. And I think when you start, you overestimate how much influence you have on other people. And I think you overestimate the effect you're having on other people. They have things going on. It could have nothing to do with you. It could have something to do with her day. It could have her boss. 
Uh, maybe she's in a relationship. Maybe the guy she has a crush on, you know, was just an asshole. Uh, maybe she's just tired. Maybe she's not in the mood to talk to people. The thing that I like is in our little community that we have, it's really like guys that want it. And I haven't seen anybody give up yet. Everyone I know still does it. They yeah. still go out. We take breaks when we get fed up or we're tired or we're trying to assimilate some information that we just need to like think about and like let it settle. Yeah, but yeah. There's periods of contractions, expansion. You need that. Yeah. Exactly. And the people that we have around us, I've seen, it's a pleasure to work with because guys want to freaking learn. They want to do well, you know, like I do. It's like, I don't know. I don't want to, once you, it's like the red pill, blue pill thing. I know you're big on that. Once you take that pill, it's like, you can't pretend everything is okay. It's yeah. just, you know, you know, when you're not trying, you know, when you're not, you're, 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 you know, you're letting your insecurity or your stress take control. You know, when you're. You know, when you're reacting to fear or, or you know when you're being lazy or whatever. So you, once you take that red pill, it's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep going, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, picking up girl and dating, etc. It's very, um, it's like a habit, kind of. Like it's a, it's a habit that you take um, within your identity. Because a lot of guys, they don't have that in their identity. What they, what the core of their belief is, uh, I don't know, from their childhood, from their memory or from their environment, from their, from their uh, social conditioning, they think at the core of their identity that they're not that type of guy. In order, to, in order for that shift to be definitive, you need, to, you need to, to change your identity first, like your beliefs. And the more you get evidence uh, about, about something, the, the more the, the belief becomes stronger. So the more you get evidence, the more you go out and you get evidence that, you, that you're the type of guy that does this, like the more you go out, like even one approach at the bus station or one approach at the, uh, you know, at the grocery store, the more you do that, the more you cultivate some evidence that you're actually that type of guy that goes talk to women. Um, and, and it's a bit, yeah. And it's, it's a big, um, it's a big breakthrough for, for people because I have a lot of my friends for them. Uh, you know, you, you can't really open a girl, a cold approach a girl, uh, during daytime. Like it's not part of their identity for them. It's only like they can only approach a girl if they have their bottle service at the nightclub. Only at that moment they can approach or only, I don't know, when there is like some situation that could, uh, it's not a habit for them. So I feel like also right. that, that, that plays a role too. Yeah. And again, like this stuff used to be a bit awkward when it came out. Now approaching girls on campus, on the street, at the bus stop, at the grocery store, at the gym, wherever. Yeah, just like being social from the moment you wake up and you like focus on your day and you know, okay, this used to be my theory. I'm always ready. Like I'm going to get myself into a good mood and like feel good. Having conversation with someone is not a big deal. So if I just leave the house, the way I behave during the day versus the club is pretty much the same. Like guys think, okay, I'm going to go to the club, I'm going to get drunk, and then they go crazy because they've been resisting or they've been, they've been repressing all of that during yeah. the week, let's say, you know, so but true, then if yeah. you, you know what I mean? But if you go little by little, you can start to socialize with cool people and, it, you know, it's not such a big deal to be in a club, for example. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. That's a momentum. You don't expect to be that, uh, that social king at the nightclub, if 80% of the time during the week, you're like this guy that that's with his headphones and doesn't talk to anybody. 
like like the, the, yeah don't don't expect to like it's a momentum to take it's a habit to take it's a daily um yeah it's it's like lifting weights you know don't don't expect don't expect to to like take a huge huge weight if every day you don't uh, you don't lift weight uh regularly you know that's pretty much the same thing yeah 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 i agree well i wanted to ask you something i wanted to ask you something actually i wanted to ask you um how how does finding your purpose influence the relationships you have for example guys are putting a lot of emphasis on okay i want to get dates i mean i have students that are very successful academically they're very successful uh career-wise and so i think they're on their purpose already they're just trying to you know get better with social but for example in your case how does being on your purpose influence your standards influence your opinions influence your boundaries and influence ultimately your relationships because if you're I, I find now i don't go out with the mentality of i'm going to approach girls i go out because i have things i have to do yeah. and if i see somebody that i'm interested in i'll go introduce myself and say hi right but i don't leave to do like a two-hour session of like nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that you get a bunch of numbers you get a bunch of dates you get social you get that momentum but how does you now being on your purpose fit into um, relationships first of all I, I believe like we don't have only you know one purpose I'm gonna have multiple purposes and um, obviously your your core purpose it's very hard to define it but what I found is that you know the more you're on your path the more you're on your purpose the more you you value your time you value your time because you know time is limited you know you have a purpose to accomplish and in order to accomplish your purpose you, you can't just uh, roll with everybody you can't just spend your time with everybody and um and the bigger your purpose the biggest your standards i mean when i when i meet a girl now i'm i'm screening her hard i'm i'm like seeing like of course if it's a one night stand i'm going to be more um i'm going to be less of uh, there's going to be less of a screening thing but if i'm going to see her on a regular basis let's say once a week or twice maximum because uh, because after twice like if you, if you see a girl uh, three four times a week it, it becomes your girlfriend i mean like it's, it's yeah, bad. Pretty yeah. Uh, but but uh, if, if I see a girl regularly, I mean, I need her to, to have those kind of standards um, so I can, yeah, so I can be myself and, and not be affected by, by her, her thoughts or her poor habits. Like I need, I need to have someone that, that shares the same kind of, uh, of thoughts. So being on your purpose, uh, it brings abundance. It brings a lot of abundance because you realize that you have something that is, that is stronger to fulfill your needs with women. You have, you have you have something that is stronger than that like um, you know it's um, girls what they what differentiates a man for a girl is his opinions his values and the way he behaves uh, it's not it's not really the visual cues or the status like it can help the status the money etc so when you're on your purpose uh, she's gonna see that you're an ambitious guy she's gonna see that you're not that guy that's in the wind uh, you know just uh, chasing good emotions chasing uh, pleasure or chasing a good reaction from her she's going to see that you're kind of a rock okay she's going to see that wh whatever wave of emotions is going to throw at you you're going to be like a rock on your purpose and um and yeah she she finds that attractive i mean that that's what helped me a lot with women like uh, she sees that that i'm doing videos that i'm doing uh, that, uh, that i'm doing self-help that i'm reading that i'm working out so she's she's telling herself like yo this guy is uh, is on his path this guy is uh, is cool and it translates on my subcommunications. It translates on my tone of voice, on how I, I even interact um, 
by text or 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 even the scarcity that I have while talking. Like you know, it's funny because I always tell guys I'm like they're like well, so what do I say to this girl and I'm like look man get yourself into a good strong like grounded you know mood where you're smooth and you're, you're improvising a little bit and you're just spontaneous and a little bit unpredictable and like just having a good time and being cool and social get yourself in a good mood and then text her and then you're going to be in a whole like i like to text girls at the gym after the gym or at the gym is the yeah it's one of the best times too yeah when I'm working out and like I do, I'm lifting weights and then I, I come home or, or like I have my phone on me, I'm listening to music and I'll just like start texting back and forth on Tinder or girls that I'm talking to or friends or whatever. And uh, I found that getting myself into that mood, getting that serotonin, that dopamine, that testosterone, getting pumped up and like feeling good. Like then you don't have to go to the gym to do that. You can just listen to a song that you like, getting yourself in a good mood feeling self-sufficient non-reactive grounded you know passing your 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 little shit test if she's going to give you some sassy comments to like yeah. see what you're what you're about right she's trying to test you a little bit it's okay yeah um i think it's cool you get yourself in a good mood before and then uh and then you start texting or you know um get yourself in a good mood before you go out on a date you know, do some uh, some working out, do some push-ups at home, listen to a video you like. Uh, it's that momentum, you know. It's, it's it's feeding the side of yourself. It's like me. Like, I have two sides. I mm-hmm. think most people have, like, that angel and that devil. The devil's like, no, you're not good enough. No, you're insecure. No, she doesn't like you. No, she has options. No, it's never going to work. And then the other one is like, well, why, you know, why aren't you enough? Why wouldn't it work? Yeah. Why do you have doubts? And uh, it's which one you feed the most. Um, I think that makes a difference. A lot of guys get into like negativity and like darkness and pain body stuff and trauma. Take some action and, and, and push yourself a little bit. You can be very pleasantly surprised. Uh, maybe not right away, but, you know, do it for a couple of days, do it for a couple of weeks and you might find something, uh, something that works for you. Yeah. True, true, true. What I call, um, what you said, like the devil and the angel, I call that the ego, like the, the identification with thoughts and form and the higher self, which is identified with who you are at the core. Like you're not your thoughts. You're not what you think you are. You're even not a vegan or a meat eater. You're, you're not uh, rich or poor. You're, you're like an essence. You're, you're a spirit. You're something greater than that. You're something that... I understand. And so that's, that's, what we, um, that, that's what I call, yeah, the ego and the higher self. But that's the same thing, you know? I've gotten a panic attack before. I've got like, I went, remember I told you I was going clubbing? Like I was in the club and I, I was like, I started to like, thoughts were racing. I was like, my heart was Your heart, beating. Yeah. I went out for like, I think I had been going out at that point for th- three, no, not three months. I went out for like two months, a month and a half every day almost. On the third week, I was like, I was panicking. I was scared. I was getting a panic attack. I was uncomfortable. I'm in this place. There's all these people. It's dark. There's all these lights. The music is loud. Um, but back then, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking. So I, I wasn't just like in the environment. I was there for my approaches and to hang out and socialize with people. Um, and man, I went outside and I was like, 
I was like, God damn, like this is this pain body, right? This that's what you were talking about. The next, I was just like, oh, like it's. But then I, t- I grabbed I grabbed a bottle of water. I went back inside, and everything was okay. Yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, I'm I'm kind of glad you said that because me too. I have that sometimes. Like I go out sometimes a lot, and I have that. Like my heart starts pumping, or even at my place. Like I'm in my bed, and uh, I'm in my bed, and before sleeping, like I'm thinking about my heart, and I'm like it's racing, and I'm like. Uh, shit will it stop maybe like maybe i could die or something and like like it's like those thoughts you know sometimes i had that even when i uh, back when i smoked weed before uh, i had that a lot like i had this feedback loops like my heart started racing you you used to smoke weed yeah i used to smoke weed uh before uh mostly like yeah mostly cbd when i was in montreal like i would feel bad about it and i would like get in this feedback loop of, of negative thoughts sometimes like I don't know, man. Like uh, that—that's why I stopped doing it because um, I had a panic attack too one day, and it was so bad. And um, yeah, I just—I just quit it again. I started smoking when I was on vacation, and then I did it for a little while. It was fun. I liked it, and it's as you know, it's legal here in Canada. You know, yeah. so it's—I don't have issues with with weed or anything like that. Um, people smoking it, not smoking it. If it's therapeutic, if it's medicinal. Um, but I know there are a lot of people that have had panic attacks. I know that a lot of people have had anxiety. I know a lot of people have gotten a little bit depressed. I know a lot of, there's been stress around. It's that holistic approach that I was talking about. Like I had some friends come up to me and they were like, listen, you know, you're, you're a dating coach. You're out to party, but you're not out to party. You're out to teach. Right. And we're not partying when we're there, we're doing our thing. Right. Um, so I was, you know, smoking whatever and i was like okay so this isn't really working anymore i don't really enjoy it um so i stopped and it's been a few days now it's that thing about like what you talked about right it's like it's uh accountability you know it's your wings who are going to push you to go approach your coach who's going to ask you did you talk to someone today did you approach girls this week are you trying to make uh you know some some uh some some growth um so yeah i just it's it's about accountability so when people were like you know i think it's it's not a big deal if you like to smoke and when we go to clubs you like to drink and stuff like that a little bit have a couple beers i always say to my clients don't get drunk because you're not going to learn anything really you know what i mean you're not a bystander you're not a spectator you're not a civilian anymore. Now you're here and you know what's going on and you know what you can do and you know what you want to do and you know what you want to work on. So don't don't sit here and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But when you're there, you're there to to work and be productive and uh, learn to express your authentic self in a way that people are responding and it's calibrated. And obviously you want to have fun, right? Yeah biggest uh, biggest thing is fun and i like what you said about accountability because um at the end of the day you can know what to do you can know how to do it you you can watch like thousands of videos about uh about game dating about pickup you can uh, you know be an expert but at the end of the day if you're not if if nobody holds you accountable or you or if you're not accountable to yourself you're never gonna do it you're never gonna make it happen so i feel like also it's very important to to get a mentor uh in the beginning like i would have paid like 
people to actually go out with me and teach me that at a high level. And I could have cut my learning curve so much working with another expert. And, um, and yeah, and, and putting money into it uh, honestly helped me a lot because once I started paying for programs, once I started, once I started paying for boot camps, um, that's where I made the, 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 most, um, the most growth because I paid. And money, money and people, it's uh, those two things, they, that's what brings uh, accountability. Like uh, I remember the first, uh, the first few times when I approached with some, some friends of mine, I would give him 20 bucks. And if I didn't approach 10 girls, uh, he would, he would um, like, I would give him the 20 bucks. Like, I would give it, like you know. So I, money and people is, is the biggest thing for, uh, for accountability. Like, if, if right now you're not going to the gym, give your, give your friend $500 and tell him, like, if I don't go to the gym four times a week and I send you a picture, you know, you win the, the $500 and you'll go to the gym. So that, I mean, accountability is, is a great thing. And I, I feel like your students too. Don't you think that the students that paid are more serious, are, more t are taking more action? I agree with you, man. I would have taken some help too if I knew more about it when I started. I did get help after I, I got, you know, but I got it from a different angle. I met coaches and we hung out and I heard what they had to say and they would say stuff back to me and, and, and we would kind of find that common ground and I would learn that way. Um, who's, a, who's your biggest mentor? There have been guys. I like different things about different people that are in this industry. Like I said, I was lucky enough to meet a lot of people um, in person and I met them as friends, not as, uh, not as people who were actually working in the industry. You understand? Okay. And then yeah. after, I got to know them on a personal, right? Because if you treat someone like you're a fan, it kind of changes the relationship. Yeah. And then that's it. But if you just open random people, and I've opened celebrities before that I didn't even know were famous, and my friends pointed out. And if you have that familiarity, it changes things. So I don't know. I feel, I feel like uh, different guys have different attributes that I really like. Um, but I don't necessarily agree with everything they do or teach, but I've been a fan uh, of different coaches. I mean, there's so many independent coaches coming up now. For me, the buyer-seller dynamic is huge. Like a yeah. lot of guys don't feel like they have a lot going on. So they don't feel like they're a prize. They don't feel yeah, like... Yeah, you are the prize. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's man. the game that you should have. Yeah. You should definitely feel like you're an asset you know, you should definitely feel like you're an asset. And so for that to work, it takes confidence building. It takes communication building. It takes, it takes some work, but it's not impossible. Um, what I do uh, consistently is uh, I just try to work on myself and I don't apologize. You know, I, I'm authentic with how I am. That's why my Instagram is the way it is. I try not to think about things too much or analyze things too much uh, into paralysis but obviously having a healthy critical perspective um, is is good is it's a good thing so i would say consistency is really important uh yeah figuring out how to communicate that you are high value without trying hard i talk about the fundamentals fundamentals are groundedness leadership dominance passing shit tests right if the girl is giving you shit or whatever it doesn't really affect you you just think it's funny and you move on and she sees that you're not going to react and that you know maybe she should talk to you like a normal person yeah not like someone 
who's approaching a hog girl in a club because she is, you know, the ultimate um, in that environment. And she is, she's great, but so are you. And it's important for guys to feel that way, that you're comfortable with yourself, right? But you have to be okay with your imperfections. <clears throat> so confidence building, going out, socializing, communicating efficiently. Sometimes people do public speaking. Sometimes people do, um, you know, reading stories to kids, to elderly people, just to get yourself or whatever, just to, you know, articulating something in front of the mirror for 15 minutes every night and talking, reading on the internet so that you know what's going on in the world. Um, and you have, you know, interesting topics of conversation. Mm -hmm. I go online. Yeah. You, you keep learning about dating. Like, do you keep reading books about that or watching videos? I do. I, I do. I do. Um, not as much because like I said, after a while you start coming up with your own stuff and I like to come up with my own stuff. You know, this whole thing about the fundamentals and applying, um, you know, character building techniques so that you feel more confident, you have better self-esteem, <clears throat> you're, you know, you're matching a little bit of inner game so you know the plan, you know how to react, you know what's going on, the theories, the strategies, but also actually going out and practicing. Yeah. Brother, how many guys I know who sit in front of the computer watching videos and they don't go yeah. out? So many. Yeah, 80, I think 80% of success is showing up in dating. Of course, yeah. It's like, showing up it's like the gym. Yeah. yeah. Don't take this too seriously. A club is not a place to conduct surgery. You know, <laughs> it's a place to, to let go and have fun and, and be in the moment and enjoy the music and enjoy the, the drinks and enjoy the people. And Yeah. I, I just feel like... Um, get yourself out, you know, read some and then get yourself out, out of the house. True. What is the most fascinating thing in your opinion about, uh, about women psychology? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I find women to be fascinating. They have so much going on. Yeah. At the same time, but they're able to get shit done. Like, I think if I, as a man, if I was a woman, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that I wouldn't be able to do anything, but I mean, like, if I had my period, I would stay at home for a week. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I just find that fascinating. That you can be, like, calibrating and managing and dealing with situations and emotions and people and logic and all these things. I have a hard time multitasking. That's why I like to play guitar a lot. It forces me to play guitar and I sing, so it forces me to do more. But yeah, I'd say that. I, also, what I like is like the uh, the mothering, mm -hmm. the like maternal instinct. Yeah. Like girls that are like very gentle, very nice. They want to take care of you. They want to like help you. You know what I mean? I find women are very intelligent. Yeah, they're very nurturing. Yeah, they could be. They can be very nurturing. Intelligent. They're, they're very intelligent creatures and when they see something in a guy they like my experiences they're able to they're able to commit to that and grow with them you know um i've been dating a, a girl i've been dating a couple girls uh, for the past couple weeks just going on dates yeah. with them and hanging out and stuff like that and friends and it feels really nice to be around that energy 
if you don't uh, masturbate or something, like you need to get that energy out. You need to, to be around that. Like, you know, what do you think about um, NoFap, by the way? What do I think about NoFap? I mean, look, it's, it can be an issue for some people. I'm not going to say it's not. Uh, it can definitely be an issue for some people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, some people should not be watching anything like that on, on the internet because it just it triggers certain things or maybe it gets them in a certain mood or maybe they, they, they're, you know, guys that don't have a lot of experience are learning from that and it's not, I don't think it's the best approach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or they have unrealistic expectations also, mm -hmm. which it's, it's a performance. It's not, uh, it's not necessarily reality. Yeah. Um, I don't really think about it. I don't care. I know some people think it helps them with their results. It helps them with their performance. It helps them to do better, to do better. I don't, it hasn't been an issue for me personally. I don't, I don't care. I don't really watch porn to be honest. I, mm -hmm. I prefer the real thing, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting question. It's a loaded question. I mean, look, <laughs> like anything in this, in this industry, you have to field test it. Well, not anything, but uh, you know, most things you have to field test it. You have to be like, okay, I'm not going to do it for three weeks and see if it actually helps. And if it helps that individual, fantastic. If it makes you more present when you're talking to people, because you're not going off and thinking about this weird shit you saw on your computer, then good, but not everybody has that issue. I mean, people talk about it like it's the holy grail of game. It's not. Mm. That and self-amusement. It's like if you're super self-amused, um, you won't necessarily pick anyone up. But if you're like teasing and a little bit sarcastic and playful and you're a little bit self-amused and you're having a good time, but not at the expense of others, then yeah, it can be a collective experience. But Self-amusement alone and no fapping alone is not going to get you uh, a date. You know, you still have to do. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said, like, about, uh, about testing things. Like, yeah, the, if you're a guy right now and you, have, uh, you feel bad about doing it a lot, like, test it. Like, for a week, don't, don't do it. Or for two weeks and see what's different uh, compared to, to if, you, if you're doing it, like, I don't know, uh, multiple times a week. So of course, yeah. yeah. I like I like what you said. It's true. Uh, uh, personally, like I don't do it anymore because um, I, I kind of feel bad about it. Like if I do it, uh, like I like if I if I do it um, more than once a week, I, I feel really bad about it. Like it's for me, it's a waste of time. Uh, I could mm -hmm. be with a girl instead or doing more productive shit. And um, and I was thinking because you we were talking about um, uh, mothering, nurturing, um, things like that. And I was thinking, what what are your thoughts about uh, marriage, having kids? I know there's a lot of uh, MGTOW uh, people sometimes uh, listening, or people that are like, uh, yeah, men they, men go their own way, no marriage, no kids, vasectomy. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, I think I no, I I think. You know, I've gone through phases. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, that's how I was taught. Mm -hmm. I was taught, you know, you have girlfriends. And I think my education had a lot to do with getting girls. But then I was also kind of rebellious. So I would do really, like, polarizing shit. But then I learned to tone that down and use it when it's appropriate. But the question was, what do I think about marriage? Um, kids. And kids. I'm still interested, but not now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 32. Usually I would have thought by now I would have 
settled down or started having kids. I, it just seemed like the idea, but I also didn't take into consideration that I'd get into this community and that I would um, enjoy it. So I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, just a little parenthesis. I don't know for you uh, what it's like. I don't feel like every guy that's in this would be completely lost in relationships if they hadn't found this community, but you find like a, a higher purpose. I think it's normal to have some hesitation about stuff like that, especially when you're dealing with guys in this community. But no, I think I, I'll, st- I'll still have a family. I'll still have a wife and, and kids maybe one day, just not now. Yeah. And I'll be an older father. It's okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Honestly, me too. I'm still thinking about this shit. Of course, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna change during my life. But uh, my point of view is, um, you know, mar- marriage is like it's it's a it's a kind of a con- I don't like the aspect of a contract between me and God and the government and and all that. I mean, yeah. if, if I love a girl, um, I would love to be with her uh, long term without having a without being married and maybe have kids without being married. You know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it will shift. I honestly, I wasn't like that too. But I've read so many things and I've seen so many marriages fall off, fall off. I've of course, so many stories of that course, influenced me. So I don't know. Things are changing. Things are changing, and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I have a lot of friends my age that are getting married or have been divorced. A lot of them got married young because they thought that's what you're supposed to do, and they felt like it was the right thing to do at that time because. They had found someone that, you know, they were the environment with, like they were sharing that kind of mentality with, they were building a relationship with, and eventually it led to that. Um, so I don't know, like, man, at this rate, you know, you'd think I would have some kids already, you know, it, um, because I've been around the block a bit. But no, you know what? I, I don't know. I think you go through your phase of going out and hooking up and then it for some people that aren't in self-development they're like oh i'm not happy i'm gonna stop but it's more complicated than that like where are you at how do you feel what are you doing um what's your frame of mind when you're when you're in these situations what are you doing when you're there how are you interacting with people how are you interacting with people outside of the clubs how are you interacting with people in your day-to-day life and the whole thing changes it's not like we're slow down it's like some people don't want kids some people don't want to sign a paper but they'll stay with the same girl forever some people want a bisexual girlfriend that's kind so of the, have the, the the dream of most people like that are into this like having a bisexual girlfriend and going out in the club with her and yeah, getting girls with yeah. her that's kind of the idea I've, that i see i've done that and yeah I had, I had, like, I went through a phase where girls were getting close to me. I was getting close to them. And I was like, the only way we're going to date is if you accept to be under those circumstances. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's like you do it and then you're like, okay, do I want to be with one person forever? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to answer that question. But yeah, I don't have a baby mama. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not like I have any divorced or whatever. But I mean... To each their own. You, you you know, you learn a lot from this stuff and then maybe you come back full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like needs to go out. Like how many times a guy needs to go out 
to actually get success in that area if he's, uh, if he's a beginner? Okay, so that's a good question. Um, it takes a long time, but here's, here's, the, here's the kicker. So when you start, if you do this and you try and you learn and you practice and you talk to people and you get information, you're going to see some big changes yeah. pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. You're going to see it right away. Uh, eloquence, clarity, whatever you're working on. Um, expressing yourself, being authentic, all that stuff, uh, passing shit tests, whatever. So you're working on this stuff and you're doing it and you're going to see results. You're going to see it right away. You're going to be like, God damn, if I just look this girl in the eyes and don't hesitate and talk and keep it simple, look what happens. She loves it. She sees me as a confident guy, even though you know, I'm not 100%. I feel better than I did yesterday. Um, and the results will come and you'll see shit happening Pretty much right away in the first six months, you're going to see a lot of difference. Um, at least that's my experience when I'm coaching. I see guys really learn fast and change. Uh, but when you get good, it's more like a series of plateaus and then one little realization, tweak your game a little bit, and then more of the same shit you've been doing. It's like, this is just the stuff that I do. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, I just, I just thought of something. You know, it's like, I just thought of something I hadn't thought of before. Oh, cool. Okay. So this is what's going on. And then you do it again for another like three weeks without any changes. And then you realize something else. But yeah, when you start. Yeah. Well, what I found is always like you set a hypothesis and then you get a feedback and then you, you kind of get, you, you, you alter it and you do a synthesis of the thing. It's like inside, okay. like you said, a hypothesis. Yeah. maybe I should speak a little like, a uh, higher pitch, lower pitch, or maybe a uh, lower pitch <laughs> more. But uh, maybe, maybe I should, uh, I should like, like you, you said a hypothesis. Maybe I should do this more, or I do this more, and then you, you test it in the field, and, and you, you get, um, you get then uh, feedback, and you alter it, and then you get the synthesis of, of how things should be done. You know, that's that's uh, what I what I've seen. I don't know if you you think about it that way, but it's kind of a feedback. The the girl is a mirror. Yeah. It mirrors what you... Yeah, uh, the world the world is a mirror. Yeah. The world is a mirror, brother. You can't blame her reaction. It's your responsibility, right? So when you adapt and you change it up a little bit, you see something else happen. But I mean, look, again, if this motivates people to try, I'm telling you, in the first six months, that's going to be like, whoa. <laughs> you're gonna, you sh if you're doing this right, you're getting help. You're talking to people, you're going out. It's going to be like, whoa, these minor adjustments, these little things, these different little theories, these strategies are really making a big difference for me for the first six months. And then it's like when looking at someone in the eyes when you're talking to them isn't a big deal anymore, then yeah, you're not going to be like, oh my God, I'm learning so much. But you learn other things. Yeah, I see. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Like, um, I think it's uh, like to get really good, um, you need to go out like on average two, three times a week for about a year. And if you yeah. take the proper action with the the proper guidance, like the best thing I would do if I if I was starting out, is get a get a program or get guidance, get a boot camp with LA if you're yeah. in the world or with the, with my, with people in higher self circle max or whatever. Like get get someone, even online mentoring. Uh, 
even reach out to me or to an expert or any expert and get, get the fundamentals down, get the people to, to, to teach you the, the, the basic dynamics and then go out, take massive action. And by actually investing in yourself, by investing in yourself, as we talked earlier, you're actually getting accountability because who, who like, like even if you have the, the right uh, fundamentals, the right uh, ways of thinking, who's going to say you're not going to revert back and bitch out in front of the girl? But if you go out with us, if you go out with a guy like LA or, or like me in the club, we're going to get you accountable. Like bitching out the, isn't even a thought or an option. Like it's a, No, you know, we'll, we'll guide you through the experience and socialize with people. I'm pretty accustomed to it at this point. When you're doing this often, it's really subtle. You get good. You don't realize it, but the little things make a big difference. When you stop, you start losing those little things. And when you lose a bunch of those little things for a couple weeks, a couple months, because you haven't done it, you start to feel a difference. That's when you get nervous approaching a girl because you haven't done it in a while. Mm -hmm. okay? so it's it's like not a, to say you can't do it. It's yeah. not to say you can't do it. It's just right now you're, you haven't been doing it. So it's like breaking the ice again. It's like going to the gym again. Yeah, exactly. For a it's while. A it's really a yeah. habit. It's a habit. Yeah. You do it regularly, you get good at it. You stop for a bit, you get, uh, you get a little lousier, you get a little like, uh, you know, it, you, it's like lifting weights. Honestly, the best analogy to, for that is lifting weights. Like the, the more you do it, the more you get better, the more you reinforce and it. And yeah. if you get in great shape and then you stop for a month and go back, you're going to see a difference. But here's the kicker, and this is the fun part. While you're stopped, you're giving your body a rest and it's all going into your subconscious. So you're not thinking about it, but it's still there right? It's still, the, it's still present in your life. Yes. When you start back again, okay, after a break, you are even, if you do it for like a week or two, you're going to get it back really fast. And chances are you might be even better at it. Than better, when you, yeah, true. Yeah, you can have some breakdowns if you do it too much and you don't, uh, you don't uh, allocate the time to digest what you've learned. You, you need some time to digest the information. Some, some, yeah, some contraction times when... Contraction, yeah. expansion, what you were talking about before. One last question for you, and then we, we can wrap up. Um, like, yeah. what's, the, what's one criteria that you would say is essential to have in a quality woman, apart from her beauty? Like, what's the biggest one you, you had in mind, you have in mind right now? For... What do you mean? For, like, if you wanna, like, if right now you want to put yourself in a in a relationship with a girl, if you oh, a criteria that I see in her. What's one criteria yeah, that that you would say is essential to have in a quality? What's a criteria that I like in um, a woman? Yes. Yeah, I like uh, I like um, I like a nurturing kind of feminine. I like feminine girls, but not like, it doesn't have to be feminine, like uh, girly girls. I like girls that do sports uh, also and, 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 you know, work out and stuff like that. So um, I don't know if that's a feminine quality. Uh, Could be. Yeah. There is. Yeah, I think so. That work out. Yeah. 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 So, you know, taking care of yourself, being uh, proactive, some of the stuff that we, <laughs> it sounds narcissistic. But some of the stuff that we do, you know, interests and stuff like yeah, that. Like commonalities. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, just feminine, loyal, cool, easygoing, um, likes to have a good time, uh, not too complicated, 
Um, yeah, so really feminine. I don't know. Also. Those are negatives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see what you that's mean. That's a negative. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's, and I like artistic people. Uh, I do, I do get along with artistic people. Because yeah. um, you like are too, are, you are too with, with your tattoos and your state of mind and even what you do, it's artistic. I mean, gay, dating and game and like go. I go appreciate with, it. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that uh, a very, I like very feminine, but not like dependent. I just like, uh, this is hard. I don't know. I like, I know when I see it, put it that yeah. way. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So for the girls that are listening that are in Montreal, hit him up, DM him. Right now I'm not on the market. Ah, you're not on the market. Ah, too bad girls. Yeah. Too bad. I'm not. On, I'm, yeah. <laughs> no, but okay. I want to give you a solid answer. What do I like? I like strengths. I like strengths. I like uh, character. I like loyalty, integrity, honesty, decency, hardworkingness. Um, drive. I like, uh, you know, someone who is genuine. I like someone who doesn't necessarily take themselves too seriously. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's it's a big list. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, someone who wants to explore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know stuff like that. Explore, like try different things, go out and, and do things. Yeah. yeah, and uh, are, are you interested? Uh, are you still interested in a girl that's uh, bisexual, or would you like a girl that's straight? Uh, one of the girls I'm dating right now is bisexual. Okay. But I haven't thought of having anything. Like I haven't thought of bringing it up. I I haven't. I don't know. I just no. I don't. I don't need to have more threesomes. You know, uh, <laughs> to be crude. Um, I fuck it. Like I I rather. Need someone cool if it ever comes up, then fine, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. Cool, perfect, yeah. uh, Lou, bro. It's um, you know, it's amazing having you here. Um, I'd love to I talk. I appreciate more, it. But, yeah, it's been it's been already like uh, an hour and a half. Like I, I usually okay. do thirty minute podcast, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but nice. Yeah, but thank you, thank you so much. Like I couldn't. Oh, my pleasure, you. brother. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and I hope, um, you know, I hope um, we'll catch up when I come back in Montreal, hopefully. Yeah, 100%. We will. Yeah. We and will. Uh, bro, take, take care of yourself. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. It's amazing. Keep helping those guys. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Taking care of yourself, of your family, Thank your health. You. And Thank um, you. yeah, Thank that's you. it, brother. So uh, I'm going to sure, wrap. man. You too. Yeah. Thanks. And if you come, uh, if you come in Paris, uh, let me know. You know. Uh, sure, I will. Welcome. And, uh, okay. Okay.